Hello, this podcast is called Missing Groceries by James O'Connell. Hi, and thank you for tuning in to listening to Missing Groceries. For the last year and a half, I've been trying to figure out the motive for this murder that we'll be talking about and unwrapping the secrets to. This murder was on a nice Saturday morning in Greenville, North Carolina, a very quiet place, a place where it seemed people feel safe enough to leave their car unlocked and their doors open when they are sleeping, a community who trusts each other. No one would expect this never in a million years. I am not an investigator, detective, nor do I work with the feds. I am just a teenage boy who wants the viewers to know the full truth and share my studying and unseen or heard knowledge that I have here. Before I get into this story, missing groceries, it is very hard to get. Most of the information from research in this podcast, we find real witnesses, family members of the victims, and a detective that we worked on the crime scene. Almost 20 years ago, on June 30, 2001, a woman named Ginger Hayes was kidnapped. She was mother of one kid, a husband, and a brother who she was all very close with. She was an outstanding mother and had a great job. She was a family woman. Ginger, her baby, husband, and brother were coming back from a trip they took to see their family members. When they stopped at the nearest grocery store, which was Greenville, North Carolina, to get some food. When Ginger's husband and her brother went in the store to buy food, She stayed back in her car to change her baby's diaper. Then, a male pushed her in the car and took off taking her and her baby with. The suspect then took her to the grocery store, 45 minutes away, and made her spend $200 worth of groceries. And he threatened her life if she didn't buy the groceries. He said he would kill her. The detective then went to the credit card transaction and showed she indeed did pay for her groceries. Her body was found the next day, and she was beaten to death. Her baby was still on the crime scene, but wasn't touched. He received some severe sunburns that will have scars the rest of his life, but at least he made it out alive. Detectives were not for sure who did this at all. The only evidence they had at this time was a black male, tall, and he was kind of big. It was shown on a surveillance footage at the grocery store where he spent the $200. Until someone called and said they seen what happened and seen the whole thing. The witness was the neighborhood mailman and we brought him to have an interview with us. Hello, John. What did you see happen earlier today? I seen a male push someone in a car and drive off to the grocery store. Can you describe his appearances, please? Yes, he was about 6'5", African-American, and he was chubby. Okay, thank you. I'll have you take a look at these five suspects and tell me which one you recognize. Okay. Uh, It was this one, uh, Andre Edwards. Looks familiar. It It was definitely him. When detectives found Hayes' body in the field, they found semen on her, which means she was sexually assaulted before her murder. The semen matched up to Andre Edwards. Detectives checked Ginger Hayes' car and it reveals that Andre Edwards' fingerprints 
were on the steering wheel, and detectives later checked Andre Edwards for any other evidence. They could possibly lead to this murder. They found bloodstains on his shoes, bloodstains on his shirt, and bloodstains on his shorts. All the blood matched up to be Ginger Hayes. Here's an interview with Detective Sergeant J.C. Williams. Hello, Detective Williams. Hello, sir. What was found in your investigation? Uh, we found fingerprints that match up to Andre, and we found bloodstains that belong to Hayes on Andre's clothes. Okay, thank you, sir. Most people, when they commit a crime in this nature, they make sure to leave no evidence, and they usually plan it out. They usually have a motive for such a crime and why the suspect did this in broad daylight. Why didn't he make sure there weren't witnesses around? Did they? Did he even care if anyone saw? Was this a robbery and turned into something worse? Were they going to do this to the first person he saw and had a chance to get? The true question is what was the motive for this crime? It was pronounced by detectives the motive was only robbery and led to other harmful crimes. We know of this because Edwards made his buying groceries at the supermarket. So he just wanted her to spend money on him. She was later sexually assaulted and then beaten to death in the back of the head. Here's an interview with DNA examiner Sam Bateser. Hello, Sam. Is it true she was sexually assaulted before being beaten to death? Yes, there was semen found on the crime scene. We ran a DNA test and it did match up to Mr. Edwards. Thank you, Sam. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. This is James O'Connell. Please tune in for the next episode next week. Goodbye.